What's up? Uh, we we are uh, pr- trying uh, to do this remotely for the first time. So yes. Jacob's at home. Bear with us. Home. I am. Yeah. It's going better than expected. Discord. I mean, it's going better than when you're here. Not wrong. We do run in. <laughs> we never get the audio to work when I'm there. And this time it has worked too soon. Fine. Perfect. Me. Love it. Awesome. Okay, so let's let's just get started. Uh, today we're talking about the Kushtaka. Yes. Of the uh, Land Otter Man is like the direct translation there, I believe. Um, I heard of the Alaskan Otter Man as well. That was kind of my yeah. like the first thing that I had heard when I had heard about this. Some different spellings, like really. And there's some like yeah, regional I like, variants. I like Wear Otter. Okay, that's a good one. I had not considered that until I saw your notes, but <clears throat> yeah. Well, I I saw in one place like I yeah, will get to it. Uh, that was what is the what is the Kushtaka? Uh, well, I mean, it's found in the folklore of the Dinget and oh, I did not practice this one. Simshin, Shian, Simshian peoples. Simshin. Yeah, the peoples of the Pacific Northwest coast, Northwest coast of North America. So Alaska, again, some regional variant names. Uh, but it is a seven-foot-tall, shape-shifting, bipedal creature with a normal build that is covered in hair, sort of Bigfoot-esque, but also Skinwalker vibes. Um, I mentioned that they can definitely assume the form of a human and an otter. Uh, in some stories, there's like, a variety of species of otter that it can turn into, and sometimes there's only one species of otter. So it's got me wondering, like, uh, the limits of shape-shifting? Correct, yeah. So it's, like, not even necessarily this, but, like, assuming something has, like, the ability to do that, like, just put put everything else aside, just assume that, like, cool, yep, you can change shapes. Like, does it have... Like, can it only change into another living thing, or can it change into a- any living thing? Or can it turn into, like, inanimate objects? Or, like, is it too yeah, complicated? What, what like, does it require too much energy or something to, like, turn into a vase or something? Like, I don't know, but... A tree. Yeah, like, can... I'm just I'm just curious about, like, how the, the bounds of which, like, shape-shifting would, would fall within there. Like, what... Like, it almost seems like in this, it's just, like, it's, it's either or. Like, it's either a human or it is an otter. And potentially sometimes both at the same time. It's like in between sort of kind of thing. Yes. Like, but I don't think it can change into like anything else. Like a werewolf. I mean, again, the same kind of thing. Like it is a person or it is a werewolf, like a wolf. Like it's a werewolf in one state or the other. Like it can't change into anything else. So I don't know if this is, those are the bounds here. Like where it's like, it can be a person or an otter or some weird in between state. Well, that's kind of what I'm what I'm getting off of it. Not like really like a skinwalker. So much. Yeah, it's like one or the other for sure. But also sometimes uh, both stuck oh. between the two. In some stories, the Kuchtaka is cruel, while in other stories, like it helps people survive in the cold. Uh, and w- lures people to their deaths essentially with cries of a baby or screams of a woman often to shores uh, like the rivers and oceans where it will either turn them to shreds or turn them into a kushtaka that's uh sometimes like considered saving people as well so there was like a specific example of like um let me see this spot in my notes uh save a lost individual by distracting them with curiously otter-like illusions of their family and friends as they transform their subject into a fellow Kushtaka, thus allowing them to survive the cold. What the fuck are otter-like illusions? Like, it's my brother. I saw this, like, what the fuck do you mean? Okay, he is kind of like an otter. You know, I guess guess I've been giving otters a lot of grief this whole time for nothing. Just Jacob, but he's an otter. (laughs) He has a beard and red hair. My god. My god. Yeah, I don't know. They they can just turn people into more of them somehow. I that's never really like explained or anything. They're just like, "Yep, 
It just happens. We just we just accept this as fact. But conveniently, there are a lot of things that like would repel them and keep them away. Uh, <laughs> yes, can be warded off through copper, urine, uh, dogs, and in some instances, fire. So, like, if you had dog piss, would it be super effective? Uh, either that, or it would cancel out like two negatives. Just two positives. Depends on whose view you're you're looking from, I guess. See, there you go. Uh, yeah, I think I would, I would, I would say that that would be super effective if I had to, if I had to put my money on it. Yeah, I would say there's enough of the sim, like the same. I think generally they're just like scared of dogs. I don't know if what what the urine thing is. I didn't really see much about that other than just like that was on the list of like copper and urine. Just, I don't understand. I don't understand that, but that something like silver, you know what I mean? Like the silver bullet and uh, those sort of things. Is that the Alaskan silver bullet is just copper? Oh, is this something that I don't know about? That I definitely don't know about. Never heard of it before in my life. I'm just wildly making accusations. It doesn't what are, matter. What are your uh, regular old bullets made out of? Copper. I have no idea. Probably not. I feel like copper is a really soft metal. I have no idea what density of metal you want for a bullet. Somebody in chat, tell me what they're made out of. What is a bullet made of? The end has to be like, somewhat soft, yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about guns. There's probably different metals for different parts of it. This is off topic and doesn't matter, but I will... Copper and lead. My god, one of them is copper. Okay. God damn it, of course it's lead. I feel like an idiot for having not known lead. Everybody it's like the cliche when you get shot. Everybody, everybody's spamming copper and lead. Everybody's spamming Jacob. You're looking like a scary cryptid. Can you turn the, turn the light off? I don't Dog, know it's, so I can turn it off. It is literally down all the way. It's not even facing me. It's facing the opposite direction. It's facing the wall. I am that bright, dog. I just turn You're it off. Your own I'll just, yeah, I'll just sit in the dark. No it's light. still bright on your face. No, no. That's just my monitor, dog. Jacob. He's fucked. What do I... I mean, if I turn the light on behind me, is that going to help? Or is that just going to make it focus on the light? Uh, I'm, I'm oh, no, no. That'll make it dark. That'll make it dark. Hold up. Jacob attempting to fix the situation. At least we can see the features of your face. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Does that help? Yeah, that's... That looks significantly better. Correct. Now I can almost turn the light on. Yeah, you need some foreground and background light. But now I'll make... What? Now you're really dark. That's probably... Yeah, hold up. Seeing if this is too much. <clears throat> I know this is fantastic content. You guys watching me spin a light. But, uh, Light you balancing. know, here we are. Balancing in the light. Okay. I mean, Acceptable. great is job. This better. Am I, am I getting roasted anymore or are we good guys? Much better, much better, better. Good job. What, what fucking, man, I don't have, I don't have chat. Sad. Okay. Uh, back at it. I guess um, I had something that I did not include. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I included it. I think I already included it. <clears throat> I already included it. So did you have anything else as far as like appearance that I missed? I think, I think I got it all. Some, some things related to that have a slight difference in appearance. Oh, no, no, no. I did have I did have some more things. I apologize. I found where I was uh, talking about. So it does emit a high-pitched three-part whistle in the pattern of low-high-low. It can also imitate bird calls and mimic wolves by whistling through its teeth. I also heard in one place that they can throw super well. The phrase pinpoint lying. accuracy was used. 
I guess they use like small rocks or sometimes sharpened sticks to throw at game, which means that people have witnessed Quite them hunt. That's very strange. Or <clears throat> also that, but to say. Maybe it was a man in a ghillie suit. Just cracking some, you know. Okay, buddy. Javelin throwing. Okay, are we on to stories and shit? Yeah, I guess we could make our way that way. Okay. Uh, the the most prominent one here from Harry D. Culp, C U L P. Oh, you, I I have the whole thing on that one. I have the entire thing. I literally I literally have all of it. Okay, that's either either that or Charlie Sheen. <laughs> well, you can't mention Charlie Sheen and not talk about Charlie Sheen, Connor. Fair, Charlie Tiger Blood Sheen. Uh, who visited Loch Ness and searched for Nessie at one point? And I did he have a camera crew with him, or did he just do it out of? He had a crew with him. I I do not know if they were like doing a TV show. As far as I know, it was not for a TV show. I mean, maybe if he had found something at either of these places, it would have been a TV show. But he found nothing at Loch Ness, and uh, as we'll hear, he found I don't know, nothing they, at in Alaska. They still make all those other shows. Even though nobody finds anything, we still make this show. Even though That's we, <laughs> we have never uh, left the, the house. So, okay. Uh, so he visited Sitka, Alaska, on his private jet, looking for the Kushtaka. Uh, when he failed to find the Kushtaka, he said to a TMZ person, uh, "It obviously knew our group was far too skilled to be snowed in this fashion, so it stayed hidden like a sissy." It, it do the, be like that the sometimes. Tiger blood. That's that. That's that's about it. Oh, okay. That's the Charlie Sheen. I mean, story. can't can't not bring up Charlie Sheen and not mention Charlie Sheen. Facts. <coughs> I'm good. Oh Lord, good thing we are doing this remotely. <clears throat> so, I guess if we since we brought up Harry Klopp, uh. I'm going to do this whole thing. So, allegedly, um, they, like, wrote this, at, like, his, his part of his manuscript, and he was, like, going to send it off, and then it got, like, kind of, like, put somewhere and forgotten about. And uh, I don't remember if it was his daughter or his granddaughter, but she took it to wherever. So, either way... Um, All right, here we go. Uh, so the spring of 1900 found four men batching together in a shack in uh, Wrangell, Wrangell, Alaska. Uh, all four were broke, as is usual with prospectors. As luck would have it, I was one of the four. For reasons which will be quite obvious, I will call the other three, John, Charlie, and Fred. Charlie came Charlie back Sheen. into... <clears throat> just became platoon uh charlie sheen came back into the shack one night in april all excited and said fellows i have been on the trail of an old indian for the last month trying to get him to tell me where he picked up a piece of free quartz he has it at his camp i never said anything about it before because i wanted to get the story from him first and today he spilled the beans he told me to go up to thomas bay and camp on patterson river on the right side travel up river for about eight miles and then turn up uh turn to the high mountains after tra and after traveling about a half mile a mile and a half i wouldn't this is rough guys i would find a lake shaped like a half moon plenty of stone like i found on a slide there he said thomas bay is known by the native america by the natives in alaska as the bay of death uh and about 150 country. years ago uh, about 150 years ago a slide down one of the mountains wiped out the village, uh, killing over 500 of their inhabitants. Uh, so, of course, the prospector is ready to stampede on a whisper of gold any place, and we were no exception to the rule. We all talked the matter over, and finally, it was decided that we would run our faces for an outfit. Run our faces. For an outfit. And send Charlie to look the prospect over. While he was gone, John, Fred, and myself would hustle work somewhere for another grub steak to pay off the old one. 
the wording of this shit yeah, is I don't know what any of this weird means. to me as well. I apologize. What is it, the four part of shape. May Charlie's loaded in his loaded his outfit into a canoe and having favorable weather left for Thomas Bay, which lies northwesternly about 15 miles. He had three months supplies, but was to come back anytime sooner if he found anything. But if he didn't show up in that time, we were to put out a search for him. John and Fred took a contract to get out wood, and I got a job. The sawmill, uh, things went along until the first part of June when on Sunday in the late afternoon, we all being home, in walks Charlie without a coat or a hat and looking as if he'd been through hell. He didn't give us any greeting whatsoever. He just heaved a piece of quartz over into the corner of the room and said, get me something to eat. I'm all in and want to rest. The fellows looked at it, and after he had eaten, he turned in without telling us a thing about his trip. We picked up the piece of quartz and said, it sure was a pretty thing to look at for a prospector. It was shot through with gold specks, just like a badly freckled-faced kid. We were excited, I'll say we were. Just before dark, we walked down the beach uh, to Charlie's outfit as he had come up to the shack with only that piece of quartz in his hand. But there wasn't a thing in his canoe except the oars. Not much sleep for us that night, but Charlie never stopped sawing wood. We had worked hard getting Charlie up for breakfast that next morning, but he didn't. But he did roll out and he and he just ate, borrowed a coat and a hat, and left the house without saying a word or even answering one questions. One question out of the many put him by us all of us being excited and feeling ourselves worth a fortune did not go to work that day but sat around the shack and passed that blamed piece of rock back and forth to each other while we talked and waited for charlie to come back and make his report believe me we were anxious to hear it along in the afternoon he came in and said fellows the ss drigo will be in here way south early tomorrow morning can give me enough money for my ticket can you give me enough money for my ticket to Seattle? I'm through with Alaska, and I never want to see it again. I'll tell you about my trip to Thomas Bay and where I found that quartz, but my advice is for you to forget about it. It will never do you any good and will only cause you a lot of mental and physical pain. If you were not my partners, I would never open my lips about this trip or what I found. But if you promise never to mention my name in connection with it or the, mention the name of Thomas Bay to me again, I'll give you the straight of my experience up there. Judge for yourselves as to my saneness, because this is the most astounding thing you've ever heard, and as far as I'm concerned, is beyond me to reason it out. Don't ask any questions to prolong my story any longer than it takes uh, to tell, as I want to leave Alaska and forget if I can. So, his story. <clears throat> the strangest the first story night, ever told? That is, that is the story. The first night after leaving found me in Idle Cove. Next night, I reached Muddy River in time to make camp again. The third night, I hit Ruth Island in Thomas Bay. I spent the night looking up Patterson River for a suitable place for a good camp, which I found quarter, which I found a quarter of a mile up the tidewater on the right side looking up the river. Broke camp on Ruth Island the next day and moved up to a place I picked out the day before. Put up my tent, packed up my outfit, and left the canoe on the riverbank. The next day, I spent cooking beans, cutting wood, and making things comfortable for a long stay, as it looked like rain. I wanted to get things fixed to keep dry. It started to rain that night and just kept up for days. I lost track of time, as each day was like the one before. Had nothing to read, was all alone, couldn't do anything without getting soaked, and the roar of the river and the wind through the timber just about drove me bugs. So I put most of my time sleeping. Finally, the weather broke, and I got out. Spent several days trying to find the old Indian's half-moon lake, but couldn't get it spotted. I did find about two miles from camp upriver, about a mile from it, a lake shaped like the letter S. On the creek coming out of the lower end, I panned some pretty good colors, but as I figured, not enough to get excited about. Yet an indication of gold in the country. I'm talking about dead country, that's for sure. There doesn't seem to be any life in there at all. You might spend all day in the timber without seeing a squirrel. I was getting sort of tired of beans, rice, and bacon, so I had made up my mind I would go over to a ridge about eight miles 
east of the S Lake and get a few groose, as I thought I could hear a few hooters up there when I was at that end of the lake. They've got a grouse, I think, is how you say that. Grouse? He's like a small rodent. Grouse? I assume it was a bird. That might be because of hooters, but I don't know. Is the grouse Uh, the thing in Up? The movie Up, I think there's a grouse. I think it's a bird. I don't know. No, it's it kind of looks like a pheasant. It's in the same it's family a as a pheasant. Yeah, it's a bird. I think it's an. My dog is barking. Uh, okay, sure, here. whatever. Um, let me find my spot now. My apologies. Uh, I left. Come the next morning, which was a fine sunny day, I took only the rifle with me, and when I came to the ridge, sure enough, there were a few grouse hooting. I shot two and had gotten them when I bagged another one, which fell down the ridge about 100 yards before it hung up. While on my way down to pick it up, I found that piece of quartz up to that time, I had paid very little attention to what this country I was in looked like, as it was so heavily timbered and brushy, The formation didn't show up until I had no tools with me to uncover it. The top was an old snag that had broken off and fallen, scraping the top moss which and loose dirt for a space about 8 feet wide and 18 to 20 feet long, uncovered the quartz ledge, which is where I found this piece. The ledge was worked smooth by a glacier at one time. I couldn't find anything to break the piece off, so I used the butt of my gun to get a piece. In doing so, I broke the stock of my gun, thus ruining it for further use. This didn't worry me any, as I knew uh, there was not game in the county larger than a grouse, and damned few of them. My first thought was of the richness of the quartz, and you fellows getting back to town so we could get busy on it. After looking it over and enjoying the feeling, you know, just made rich, uh, I could I, I covered the, the ledge up again with moss, limbs, and rotting chunk. Finally, that job I thought I would climb. Uh, I climbed the ridge directly over the ledge and get my landmark so I could come back to find it again or tell you where it was if anything should happen to me. This I did, climbed straight up over the ledge and the ridge, and when I reached the top, about 600 feet away from where I found the ledge. I looked down below me and picked out a big tree with a bushy top, smaller than the rest, about 50 feet to the right of the ledge. Looking over the top of this tree where I stood, I could see out on Friedrich, Frederick Sound Cape of the Straight Light, the point of Vanderput Spit, point Vanderput, and turning to the left, I could see uh, Sukhoi Island from the mouth of Wrangell Narrows. Uh, Satisfied with that, I turned half around to get back sight on some mountain peaks, and lying below me on the other side of the ridge from the ledge was the half-moon lake the Indian had told me about. Right there, fellows, I got the scare of my life. I hope to God I never see or go through something the likes of this again. Swarming up the ridge towards me from the lake were the most hideous creatures. I couldn't call them anything but devils, as they were neither men nor monkeys, yet looked like both. They were entirely sexless, their bodies covered with long, coarse hair, except the scabs and running sores had replaced it. Each one seems to be reaching out for me and striving to be the first to get me. The air was full of their cries and their stench, and the stench from their sores and bodies made me faint. I forgot my broken, I forgot my broken gun and tried to use it on the first ones, and then I threw it at them and turned and ran. God, how I did run. I could feel their hot breath on my back, the their long claws like fingers scraping my back. The smell from their steaming, stinking bodies was making me stick, while the, sick, while the noise they made, yelling, screaming, and breathing drove me mad. Reason left me. How I reached the canoe, or how I hung on to that piece of quartz is a mystery to me. When I came to, it was night, and I was lying in the bottom of my canoe, drifting towards Thomas Bay and Sukhoi Island, cold, hungry, and crazy for a drink of water, but only to satisfy the latter urge, I started for Wrangell, and here I am. You no doubt think I am either crazy or lying. All I can say is there's the quartz. Never let me hear the name of Thomas Bay again. And for God's sake, help me get away tomorrow on that boat. So passed out, Charlie, from our lives. 
We put this story down as a fantasy caused by loneliness and morbid thought. That is the end of that. Interesting. So I did not get that bit or the that the much text. of the yeah. Uh, what I did find was Nick Redfern's Mysterious Universe uh, article in search of an Alaskan monster, mm-hmm. where he pretty much tells the same thing, um, but he makes it sound like it's Culp's story, which was interesting. Like it, it was, it was Culp. It's it's Culp his doing Culp's, the axe. Oh, like he um, was the one that came. I don't. I be, I, no, I don't believe so. I believe it was the individual Charlie, according to yeah my my readings here. Yeah, Wikipedia backs that up, saying it was a story from a miner. Okay. Described in Colts, Culp's the strangest story ever told. Yes, that is what it was called. Um, Do you but, have another story? Um, I do a similar story related, but this time on the Kenai Peninsula. I think that's how you pronounce that. Okay. It's at the south end of Alaska. It's a port town, and it's laying empty for quite some time, since the, the 50s. Uh, in 1931, a man who was out chopping wood was found murdered. The cause was a seemingly single blow that couldn't have been done by a human. There was also a hunting group that was... Uh, they, w- they reported finding some footprints while stalking a moose. They came upon a bloody scene, but no moose was found. But they did find footprints measuring over 18 inches long. And they were trailing off into the fog of the mountains. Uh, there's another report from a resident who saw a hairy, huge hairy man destroying fish wheels along the beach. Uh, the man ran to get his gun. And when he returned, the large beast just stared at him as he walked off. Um also during this time, I think this is like World War Two era, in the 30s here. Uh, just bodies came down the river. Oh, um, yeah, with strange wo- wounds on them. Um, says uh, no bear could have made these these wounds that the people were ro- showing up with. Um, the combined events terrified locals, and people started to leave. All the all but the postmaster had left by uh, 1949, where he only lasted about a year more, closing the post office in 1950. Damn. So the local Alu speaking natives called the half man half beast the Nantinak. N a n t i i n a q. Um, which there it was another. Uh, uh Natina. Uh, the N-A-T-I-N-A of the Dena'ina, uh, natives of south-central Alaska. That is their regional name for it, which is uh, quite similar to whatever you just said in my mind. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's very similar. Sorry um, to jump in there. No. Uh, just a fisherman who was forced to take shelter from a storm reported seeing a bipedally walking thing walking through his camp but didn't really give any other uh information on that no further description other than yeah, just like something bipedal was here just thought to have been part of this whole like, thing in the the abandoned town there my wow oh, god damn it now my wife's talking shit about the lighting fuck off it was worse before okay this is a temporary solution it, it works for now Oh, she's rolling me. This is unfortunate. Okay, sorry. I mean, it, it looks better than it did. That's what I'm saying. S- settle down. She's like, oh, you should have set up at my makeup desk. What? Just Yeah, just rolling me. Um, right, sorry. sorry to have derailed this. I need to drink all of my drink. I also saw one from the Uralu- Uralula. It's a, it's a Uraluya. I don't know how to yeah. pronounce it, but it's described as being ten foot tall with length, long, shaggy fur and having luminescent eyes. Their arms are long and lanky and reach down to their ankles. 
That was the Yupik of Western Alaska. Okay. The people were the Yes. That was, Uh, yes. That was their, again, like, these were all things that I saw as, like, they're similar to these, whether or not that's just regional variants of the the same thing or, yeah. But, yeah, these also uh, made a high-pitched cry similar to a loon, uh, which Jacob won't be able to hear, but hopefully everybody at home will listen to uh, this loon song here. It's kind of creepy, kind of eerie. Um, but these are rumored to live near Lake Iliamna. Okay, a lake. Uh, but these are said to be peaceful creatures, and they are said to have been transformed children who have gotten lost in the woods at night. And I think that was uh, off Wikipedia, but I think it said that it was one of those boogeyman-type stories, allegedly, which get you into a weird place. Okay, so if we're talking about stuff, I lost focus here. Where am I? Okay, so I need to bring this up since you mentioned this. Uh, uh, I grabbed this off the Esoterics article. Uh, the fearsome Alaskan Tlingit Kushtaka. If it's not one thing, it's an otter. Hmm, uh, so they credit it to uh, Pelton and uh, DiGennaro, 1992, page 20. Uh, the Kushtaka has been treated in some literature as a boogeyman or hobgoblin. This is inaccurate and does not honor how seriously the Tlingit, the Tlingit feel uh, the threat of the land otter people. In a sense, the Kushtaka deprived the victim of everlasting life, for his soul could not be reincarnated. The land otter lurked to save that is, to capture those who drowned or became lost in the woods. The unfortunate captives were taken by the land otter people to their homes or dens, and, unless rescued by a shaman, were then themselves turned into land otters. Kushtaka often appear in the form of a relative or friend to confuse the victims. Uh, Dogs were protection against the land otter people, for not only were the animals afraid of dogs, but the dogs barked barking forced the land otter people to reveal themselves small children were thought to be most in danger of being captured by the land otter people and were warned not to wander off from parents or venture too far away from home alone don't go near the water's edge it seemed they it, it seemed like it was regarded more seriously than just like the boogeyman is the yeah yeah the, what i what i kept seeing People definitely held it higher than the boogeyman for sure. It was scared that whole town away, allegedly. Yeah, like what the fuck is that? People are like, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. There's just a bunch of dead bodies showing up on shore. Yeah, dude, I would. Uh, uh, that would be enough to get me out of dodge. I mean, probably not. I'm pretty lazy. Uh, so I have uh one other story, it, like. Uh, this one will be really quick. It's but it's like so those who get captured by the Kushtaka are returned to their den uh, and turned into one unless rescued by a shaman, like we just talked about. So I read one where it was like implied that it was turned into a like the person was turned into the Kushtaka, but like it doesn't directly ever say it. Okay. Um, so like this guy was in a canoe with a, like, there's a bunch of people in a canoe and they got like tipped over and everybody drowned except one guy. So he was rescued by the Kushtaka, but like they were, they looked like his friends or whatever. So he was like, oh, okay, sick. Like I'm just getting picked up by, by the people. And then they just like took him down, like back to their, their place or whatever. And then like there he ran into like his, his aunt who he had like, who had drowned several years before, but like actually didn't drown because she was in the same position that he had been in. But like, Oh, okay. Yeah, so she she had grown fond of the people and wanted to stay, but she made her husbands return him. She had two husbands. She made her husbands return him. So they dropped him off like outside of a town where he roamed around like crying really loud at night. Uh, so the townsfolk set out cat traps to catch him. Again, I'm just going to read this from that esoterics website. I'm going to have a link to this article in the description. Uh, they fixed a rope in such a way to ensnare him, but um, at first they were unsuccessful. Finally, however, they placed dog bones in the rope so that they would stick into his hands, dog bones being the greatest enemies of land otters. Oh. 
I'd okay. Dog bones. Are they sharpened or just <laughs> I do not have bones. that information. Uh so uh late that night the land otter man tore his hands so with <sighs> tore his hands so with these bones so that he sat down and began to scream. And while he was doing this, they got the rope around him and captured him. When they got him home, he was first very wild, but they restored his reason by cutting his head with dog bones. He was probably not so far gone as most victims. Then they learned what happened to him. Uh, after this time, however, like, yeah, so he was just like, he kind of like hung out for a while. He was just like, good. Chilling. Yeah, he's really like, yep, they, they, they just cut his head with dog bones. And then he was fine. It was just Hold like, still. good. And they're like, okay, okay. So like, then again, like, he, he just hung out and he was cool. Like, but from then on, like, he just ate his meat and fish raw. So like... Uh, once then like, he was with the halibut fishers and they wanted him to like they really wanted him to eat some of the cooked halibut i guess he was notably a good halibut fisher and there was a suggestion that he learned it from the land otters but he did not say so so for a long time he refused to take any but finally consented and ate some of the cooked fish and it killed him interesting so I guess they can only eat dead of, stuff. You yeah, can't eat anything to cooked. A life of uncooked food. I mean, but is that all bad? There's a lot of uh, what, like raw, what, raw vegan diet. That's not good. Uh, it's also I believe like, uh, tartar, sushi. Those things are raw. Right. People like those. I could Sorry, be wrong about I, this, but I thought that I had heard that eating cooked. food meat specifically and maybe other things led to the human brain developing development in, uh, in the, i believe that's humanoids that's theory i don't know that that's a fact yeah like sure. proven i think it's just like the idea of like yeah people being able to cook things yeah i don't understand the direct correlation i think it's more of like you could consume more is that all it is you can I eat have more no meat yeah you can cook the meat well, like, yeah. you cook it, so then, like, you just, like, it doesn't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you're not eating, like, like the raw meat. I don't know. I don't... I, ah, shit, I have no idea. It's not, like, anything Even before that meat. was cooked. Like, you you had to have been alive eating raw meat. Yeah. I don't... Uh, God damn, I don't know. You'd have to have, be able to possess fire for... To, to cook meat. So, up until that point. Okay, so when you have... When you have fire... How long does it take before you, like throw food on the fire is it an accident one of the first things do you already know how to cook food and you like you find fire before and you like somehow uh, you're like oh cool this is good like i've eaten together. this already and then eventually fire figured out to the point where like i can i can keep it going and like move it around or like start one myself you are i don't know i'm, just, I'm gonna throw some mammoth meat on here kebabs came first the fire or the chef the questions of life the questions indeed do you have anything else in here on your notes that you want to talk about uh nope i know we said it's not the boogeyman but i definitely uh it could be the, so the, the name kushtaka it's spelled k-u-s-h-t-a-k-a so i have a uh, snoop dogs boogeyman uh sneaks into your house and steals your kush like crackhead tooth fairy <laughs> i love it Oh, also, we had talked a bit about in the the uh, Doarku episode forever ago that otters are assholes. Just wanted to bring that back. Oh, otters yeah, are yeah. Assholes. Uh, Actually, just facts, no big. Somebody from work was like, had listened to that episode and was like, "I can't ever look at otters the same." Hey, at least that's good. Uh, so you're welcome. You know, cool. If you want to go listen to that episode and let us know how bad it was, that would be cool. I think that was like episode four of the first season so i assume it's pretty quite, bad quite quite early go let me know how bad it is i really should go back and listen to some of those episodes just to to remind me how bad i am at how podcast. far we've come <laughs> make you feel a lot better about what we're doing now okay myself, yeah okay yeah there you go uh nathan either way says the cooking process not only removes potential harmful parasites which yes makes fat makes sense um but it also uh, makes food a lot easier for the human body to digest. So it just like made food healthier. 
eating cooked food meant we spent that energy on growing our brains rather than maintaining fighting parasites and yeah. bullshit. Okay. Cool. Is it also easier to store cooked meat? Uh, I don't. I don't think you storage for a long time it's in terms of like human evolution you know what i mean and the the early forms of that are yeah, like yeah, yeah. salting salting and burying and then you just shit. salt the shit out of it um i guess then also maybe i'm not sure when like pickling became a thing i i it's god fucking damn it dude there's too many to weird things listen to food. a history podcast about food I I love food. I baking, the idea of that confuses the shit out of me. Like why do you have grains that you're milling before? Like what are you making flour for before you know how to make bread? Like how, Yeah. What? And then you just decide so you can yeast. just like I'm just going to grind this shit up. Fuck it, don't even get me started on yeast, but like I don't I don't understand how you can just like I, I get like the like okay, it sits around for a while and then like natural yeast will just like be present and then grow in there and like so you can learn like okay sourdough and stuff yeah. yeah exactly but like you can learn like to just to sit around well like they did that with like alcohol as well with like meat and stuff because that used to sit open that's how that it was like an accidentally yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they figured out so then like they would use the same spoon too they had like a big stirring stick for it a big wooden one so then they would use that and then that would help Brand like inoculate the, the the new uh batch I make alcohol, if you didn't know. So, uh, he makes alcohol and bakes, and I do nothing, but I am a baker. I do. I, I, I love Jacob. Cooking. Yeah, I don't know. Just the idea of, like, I'm so confused about, like, I, I, the amount of content that I consume online that is, like, cooking shows and, like, the, the fucking, oh, my God, the hours I have put in watching, like, the Gordon Ramsay videos is fucking staggering. It's actually unreal. I just spend all that and time. Either way, yeah, I'm just build the thoughts shit. of that is just like it hurts me sometimes. Just like I don't, I don't understand like where the first person was like, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna grow these things or and then grind it into a powder, mix it with water and this stuff, and then make it hot, and then eat that. Like I don't, I don't know. That just, it seems like there's a lot of processes that have to take place, and you already have to have knowledge of something to do that, and it's weird to me. Especially maybe I'm just for science, like before you could. Maybe like, I'm just thinking into it too much. God, just don't fucking food science is ridiculous too. When you start looking into that, and then there's like exact ratios of like, oh yeah, if this is how much of this you're using, this is the exact percentage of that weight that you need to use for this ingredient, and that's how. Yeah, you're trying to make some quiche, and you accidentally make a bomb. Who I don't. Is the person that. I don't follow the fucking reference yeah, that you're making no, here, no dog. Reference. Bad fucking jokes. what okay Just all right jokes okay uh Counting what i guess bits. okay i guess we're done here what are we what are we on to now gotta do 1v1 1v okay what did we talk about last time Papa i already forgot the papabawa okay uh so between the papabawa and the kushtaka uh, what what, what is superior The uh, Papa Bawa was like the bat yeah, wing yeah, shaped yeah. gifting cyclops rapey demon rogue jinn guy. We have to take if them all. Had... We have to take them both for face value. Yeah. So I... It's tough. Nathan says Papa Bawa because it flies. That is a pretty Foster significant advantage. I think I think that is the case. It's like an otter man versus like a. I mean, it's like a demon. Right. Yeah, I feel like the demon's gonna I think figure it's, out. It's bigger. It's, it's the otter man, whether it's a human or an otter. And the otter man is sort of like it just it turns you into an otter man, whereas the Papa Bawa was like physical abuse or yeah. sexual like abuse or you know yeah like a lot. Of, it was, uh, yeah, I think I go Papa Bawa on that one, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that where you're at too? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. I, I like the Otter Man a lot, actually. 
I did too. Uh, oh, it's a good story. Uh, super cool. But... Yeah, yeah. I just I don't think the I don't think it stands up to the demon in that instance. Um, but how about you, listeners? Go let us know over on social media if you're listening live right now. It is uh, currently not available. I suppose we could post it in the Discord right when we're done here, though. Uh, if you want to vote, post it right now. Let us know so that way. Okay, Connor's posting it in the Discord right now. Right now. Right. Right now. now. In the polls only. Right now, in the polls only, you can go and vote for who you think would win between the Kushtaka. For it though, is there not an otter? Could I use the devil one? Yeah, use that one for Papa Bawa. Okay, remember, you have like an otter. It's reacts only. Don't be dropping your emojis in here. That was what you're supposed to do. What do you mean? That's the reacts, right? Oh, you mean like as a separate message? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yes. Uh, Also, that will be posted on other social media when uh, shortly after this episode comes out, which is this coming Thursday. Uh, the 26th of March, 2020. Uh, you know, desperate for the downloads, even though the world is falling apart. Uh, real quick, shout out to Connor for fucking working in a place that doesn't Whoa. close because you work at a grocery store that doesn't close. So, would fucking not recommend. Everybody, thank Connor for fucking being the guy he is. I made bread. That shit sucks. I made so much bread. You gotta so get that bread, Connor. To get that bread, yeah, I did. I did get that bread. Should reflect Good. on this week's paycheck. Hey, yeah, fucking. How many hours did you work? Like seventy? Uh, I think it was only like sixty-five. Either way, on <laughs> me, that's a lot of OT. Well, that's Even cool. Then. Um, I guess what what that puts us to other poll results. Yeah, the results of the well, polls. the results of the polls from the previous polls, which was Popobawa and Tikbalang. Yes. Yes. Which was the reverse centaur with the uh, the the butterface. Loading results. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, what was that? What was that you had open? It, it played uh, out the wrong thing, but uh, mm. we'll just skip that and put it in post. Okay. All right. You can see here on the uh, Twitter, if you're watching live, if not, uh, yes. a total of it, five you... votes on Twitter. So if you're on Twitter, vote. <laughs> if you're on Twitter, feel bad. Uh, Good. Uh, so Tick Belang won this this round here. Okay. The forty. What about uh, Instagram? Instagram. Or whatever you have next. People voted for the uh, Bow Wow. Papa Bow Wow. Okay. Bow Wow Wow. Yippee yo yippee yay. Papa Bow Wow. Uh, and eight for Tick Belang. Okay. Papa Bow Wow is in the lead. Okay, and then and what about Discord? The Discord. Eight for Papa Bow Wow by a landslide, and three for Tick Belang. So Papa Bow Wow won the last one. Yeah, and this we're we're guessing it's going to go on again, which is unfortunate because I really like the Tick Belang, his manly hoarseness. Yeah. I uh, I mean, I was into I like this one. Like the uh, the the Kushtaka is is fucking interesting. It's. I mean, we never really talked about this. Where are you at on this, though? Like, what do what do you think? I think it's just a Bigfoot. In Nick Richter's article, it doesn't seem like it kind of is, but like, it's different, right? Like, you don't have the same thing with like other Bigfoot encounters. You don't have like a, a swarm of them chasing you, trying to fucking kill you. No, or, like, bodies washing down river because the Bigfoots are just killing people. That's like, this true. isn't, this isn't, like, typical Sasquatch territory, like, not, not like, territory, but, like, territory, you know what I mean? Knocking trees, making peepees. And I think they have other, like, is, if I'm not mistaken, there is also, like, that's also acknowledged, like, a separate thing. Like, they are different entities that are identified, you know what I mean? Yeah, I would say so. 
Um, in that uh, so, mysterious universe article, Nick Redfern is like comparing the two, and then like went on to say that like maybe Bigfoot is a shapeshifter. Yeah, maybe he's an interdimensional shapeshifting. Fuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like, it, it sure. I, I, just I, I, I can't, I can't feign to know all the fucking Sasquatch stuff. There's that shit gets deep, and I don't, I don't have the time of day to fucking keep up with all of it. It's, it's ridiculous. It's there's a lot. Uh, don't listen to but like i don't know like I, I think i think it's it seems different like it's similar definitely i'll give you that but i think it's different I, is I, it like i heard like connections of like is it just like like people like a different yeah a tribe yeah it's just like separated from or? people a long time ago for whatever reason oh, or another or something like, a, like i don't other type of hominid Yes, like literally, just like an offshoot of like Homo sapien that like evolved differently than is the rest of Bigfoot Homo is? sapiens did. Well, but I I don't think that's I think that was further away. I mean, in theory, than Homo sapien. I think this is closer. To Homo erectus. I think this would be closer to humans than. Well, shit! I have no idea why I think that. I don't know why I think that. I don't either. I I have no idea why. Also, giants. What? Bigfoot. What about giants? Also, just be a giant. Oh, okay, sure. A hairy giant. I don't know. It, it, that's, that, I heard that posed. I, it's just, it's weird. I don't, I don't have, you know what? I, I, definitively, I don't have anything that I'm like, yeah, I think it's this. Other than just like, it is what it is, man. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what to tell you. One one idea would be just yeah it's the boogeyman story but i don't know where well, you but again i think it's otter man from what i'm seeing before it's just just like it was it was regarded more seriously than just like a a cautionary tale for children yeah don't go near the rivers or you know so, the camp at night i don't know and i I'm, I'm slightly more like inclined to believe this one than some of the other ones that we talk about too it is rather unbelievable. I don't, I don't, I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. Where are you at? Uh, I think it's just they're afraid of otters. Rightfully otters so. Up if I'm being honest, rightfully tall. so. Okay, but I've these are like seven one feet tall. Walk on two legs. What about changing people into otters? Where otter? Land otter people. Land otter man. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. How does that work? Are they like vampires? Spite you? Or is it magical? I don't I don't think that they have to be bitten. I never saw that reference as like, yeah, you gotta be bit to change into one. They just like do it to save you somehow i don't i don't really know i don't get it they snap their otter paws together and bada boom bada bing you're a you're a were otter okay well fuck yeah i don't know yeah i don't know this one's a weird one i'm 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 into it um if you go looking for this and you find anything else that we didn't mention send it our way this yeah, is if a you're fun from one. Alaska. I like it. Yeah, if you have any uh, local stories about this, we I know we like do have some downloads somewhere? in Alaska. There's a few listeners out there. Let me know. Hello, Alaska. Uh, I think we have one final order of business, Connor. Um, do we? Yes, we do. Victory! I think we have a review, Connor. We do. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Uh, you wanna you wanna take this one? Um, it's on Discord. Oh, do in the polls. You set up a thing for it. I did, but I don't see it. Oh, polls. It's right underneath it. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. It's right under polls only. You set up one for reviews because he didn't have anywhere to do it. From our good friend Nathaniel, aka Titan Lord. Okay, first off, 
If you're not subscribed following these beautiful boys already, then y'all better do it post-haste. I give these, men's fi- these men five out of five stars for this wonderful podcast they so generously create for us. I've listened to other paranormal podcasts like this, but they seem to either get too serious or too comedic with it, and it takes away takes it away from me. Not these boys, though. They keep an amazing balance between both, and I tip my hat to them for that. This podcast has gotten me through many a day of working out in the cold snow or hot summer sun and never ceases to give me a laugh. Getting to know them and everyone else even more in the community discord has been a riot too and if you aren't in there i highly recommend getting in there because it's always a good time i love the two best buds in a basement talking about whacked out shit feel feel like feel that they have going Uh, it reminds me of times with my friends in the past they put a great deal of effort into this and always take people's and fans feedback into account even when it's bullshit feedback. I'm looking at you anti-swearing nutcases that have left reviews in the past. The merch is stellar and comfy, comfy as hell. I highly recommend the hoodie. They're so soft, and I love wearing mine. Keep up the amazing work, Jacob and Connor. You'll have my support through and through. Many heart awesome. reacts. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you. That was amazing. I like the, uh, especially like the uh, the merch plug in the middle of the review there. Yeah, T Public. <laughs> Go and see it. Uh, yeah, in link the in the uh, description. Uh, thank you, Nathan. Thank you, everybody, for uh, being here live. The chat's been fucking blowing up now that mine finally updated. I can see all you in there. Hi, sorry. Uh, I don't have anything left to say, I don't think. Um, hope everybody's doing okay during these trying yeah, times. Yeah, fucking Jesus Christ. Uh forgot it's world's falling apart. It it's been weird. It has been weird. Uh quite weird. I don't really know what to expect out of anything anymore right now. It's very strange. So uh yeah. I guess we're going to we're going to just going to kind of keep trying to do what we can and then yeah, we again we with this, this whole setup here is just like Cool. Now we can do a podcast. Do this remotely if we need to, or like however. When yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. So take it day by day. Yeah. Again, right. uh, join us in the Discord with the yeah. homies. Somebody just joined today. Yes, he was from. Where's your? Where's your? Where's your? Okay, where's your fucking name? I just hang on. Hang on. I'm shouting you out. Where are you at? Mothgoth man, yes. Welcome. Thank you for joining. Thank you for messaging me on Instagram and asking what the Discord was. Hey, you also, you can certainly do that, too, if you are wondering about the Discord. Also, somebody was in the the chat right away. I, I don't have it in front of me. Damn it. I said they were just listening to us, and then we just went live. It was Angel. So. Thank you. Yes. Angel. Thank you for listening. You're still here. Shout out. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Fucking... Stay safe out there, shit, guys. I don't know. Yeah, uh, good. Connor, you too. Shit, I don't know. Oh, shoot, I don't. I'll try. I just been chilling in my basement, like literally. I've been working, like where I'm at right now. You, I just, I've been working, uh, just, just working. Here. You mean you've been gaming this entire time? No, I haven't. I was fucking busy or today. All right, there's no fucking point. What are we doing? We will get out of here. See you. Thank next you for time. being here, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back in another two weeks. See ya. Bye. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. If you want to get your two cents in, answer this week's polls on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as Discord. Links for all the social media, as well as everything else we talked about on the show, are available at gobblesquatch.com. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, or you just want to chat, you can email us at cannoncryptids at hotmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and tell your friends. I've been Connor. I've been Jacob. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another fascinating installment of Counting Cryptids. Thank you. Thank you.